Pentecost is the ancient celebration in which we give thanks for the coming of the Holy Spirit. And as if that was not enough for us, it goes further than any other modern faith tradition by celebrating the coming of the Holy Spirit to indwell in each one of us. Nowhere else do we see God moving in this particular way. Now, it is dangerous ground for me to tell other people what other faith traditions believe. But in early Judaism, God came to dwell in the Israelites' prophets so that they could hear the word of God and transmit the word of God to the people of God. In early Islam, God guided the prophet in his actions. So nowhere else does God, the Holy Spirit, appear in this way, where the Spirit dwells in us and guides us in our day-to-day -day living for Christ Jesus. This is what makes baptism so special to Christians. This is one of the tenets of belief that sets us apart from other faith communities the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Now, each of us takes our rightful place as a full member of the body in Christ here on earth, but also each of us are linked through the mystical body of Christ and his church to the great cloud of believers who have come before us. Pentecost is a celebration of redemption, of being connected to this great cloud of witnesses through the Holy Spirit, a festival that continues to empower us as we participate in the renewal of the world according to God's plan. And lest we forget, God's plan for his mighty creation involves making all things new. Now, in the Revelation to St. John, we have the picture of heaven coming down to dwell on earth. God and humans reunited on the ground, on earth, in a new Jerusalem. And so, what does all this have to do with us this morning on Pentecost? Much, as it turns out. In fact, we are all of these things. We proclaim, and if we actually believe this, the company of all faithful believers are in the midst of co-creating with God Almighty, co-creating the whole earth through our worship, through our prayers, through our service to others. Now that requires a certain set of skills to be transferred from one generation to another. Think of the great chain of faith stretching from the very beginning of creation to this moment, this morning, here at St. Michael. Each link is the faith of the one true God, forged by a generation who teaches the next generation to hammer out their own link in that chain. Part of the vows in our renewal 
baptismal covenant, which we will participate in just in a moment, reminds us that we have our own part to play in our own full and life-giving spirit and faith being transferred to the next generation. So that as we mature in Jesus Christ, we all will be skilled enough in the ways of the Lord to hear and follow the call of God. Think about how your faith has progressed over the years. Perhaps in our earliest years, each of us began our study by, by understanding or trying to understand what who God is and who God is not, what it means to be part of a community of believers, how to work in the harvest of the Lord, even as we grew to accept our own Christian obligations of prayer, of study, of service, of worship. Now to be sure, we can get sidetracked. We tell ourselves that our God has redeemed only us. Our God has given us a faith only for ourselves. That we need not reach out to others to love them, to care for them, to serve them. That we are more important than anyone else on the face of the earth. That's the very definition of being sidetracked in the Christian faith. And what a small and inward-focused scenario that is. Could this ever be the reason God's mighty spirit comes to pitch his tent in our very souls? That we would not reach out. That we would not serve others. No. The spirit comes in our readings to bring power to meet what is ahead of us to strengthen us, to help others in need, to provide us with purpose in our otherwise aimless and selfish lives. We celebrate Pentecost because of the power of God's Spirit coming to change us in this life for the next to meet life on its own terms, to extend ourselves out of our selfish desires, even to help us meet our own death with the full knowledge of life everlasting. So we gather here this morning to give thanks for the power of the Spirit and His role in creating heaven and earth. Pentecost is not the end, far from it. Why would the Holy Spirit come only to guide us back into our own homes after this celebration? The Holy Spirit comes to empower us to live full and large lives, no matter how much time we have left on this earth. And so we gather today to tell the old stories of God choosing a people, of sending His only Son, of sins forgiven, of redemption, of resurrection, of reunification of heaven and earth. The words of our psalms and prayers are ancient, but the truth we proclaim with them 
still has power to shape lives and to help those who call upon the name of the Lord. You see, this is our fervent prayer, that we know life does not always turn out as we would want. We pray that in joy and in despair, each may call out to the Lord with the full faith and knowledge that through the power of the Holy Spirit, come in Pentecost, we too have some of God's power to reach out and touch the hand of God in our own hour of need. We too have some of God's power to change this world for the better. We too have some of God's power to help others. This is our fervent prayer. And may Almighty God 